ladies and gentlemen. It is a very sunny Wednesday night it is. in Fishers, Indiana, but you still know what that means. Welcome to the Evan and Aaron Show presents the Red and the Blue Soccer Chat. It's your homeboy, E-Dog, a.k.a. Evonius, a.k.a. Evan, here with my boy, Aaron, a.k.a. multi-million goal scorer on Cincinnati Bible College, a.k.a. <laughs> Aaron, representing Manchester United, representing the Blues of Chelsea FC, my friend, it's just that kind of night. It's going to be that kind of night. And I'm feeling good tonight, believe it or not. And I think I have a little reason to feel good. Oh, really? Yeah, I do. I, I think I have a reason to feel good because, uh, you know, we'll get into it later. But but I have chosen to take the glass half full on a lot of the yeah, stuff okay. we're talking about okay. tonight. Mm -hmm. the glass mm -hmm. half full on a lot of stuff we're talking about tonight. There's too much negativity in the world right now, my there friend. There is. And, um, you know, the, the, the beautiful game has inspired me to say, you know what? We're going. We're going full tilt. Stay positive. On the, yes, yes. Glass FO. How you doing, man? What's up? With I'm. You? I'm very good, man. It's Wednesday night. Uh, we're back doing the show. Uh, season's about to kick off. Uh, I think we're both kind of in, in liking what we're seeing out of our club teams, if not so much out of the U.S. Women's National Team. Uh, so, yeah, feeling feeling pretty good about it. And the sun is out and yeah. right <laughs> right in our eyes, uh, despite the fact that we are indoors. So, uh, you doing good? I, I am. Um, right you know, it, this is kind of a side note and, and things like that. But, um, you know, my uh, daughter has um, graduated college and yes. you know, is trying to, to do the thing as far as figure things out. And we are in the midst right now, ladies and gentlemen, of trying to find out what is going on with her. So if I look distracted at, at times, she's texting back and forth and we're going to see and we may, you know, say something during the show. We may not. But to jump right into the show, my friend. Yes. Yes, I, yes. I, I think we got to talk a little man here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. yeah. Um, Go ahead. Go ahead. No. Uh, at first, the transfer window uh, seemed like not a lot was happening. It seemed like the uh, this, this protracted Glazers uh, sale. Uh, and potential takeover from either Sir Jim Ratcliffe or uh, Sheikh Jim Yassim resting, uh, representing uh, uh, the, I believe it's a Qatari investment group, mm. Saudi investment group, not sure. Um, well, I won't make that comment. Um, but um, it, it, it has not uh, impeded, I, I think, what we've really tried to go after here. Okay. Um, we, we got Mason Mount early on. Uh, I think it's a solid signing. He's a known entity yeah. in yeah. the Premier yeah. League. Absolutely. I don't know if I'm expecting him to set the world alight, um, but if he can maybe get back to you know some of those 2019, 2020 um, performances where yeah. he was really, really contributing, um, I, I think that could be positive. I, I think it's a good move for, for Chelsea and Manchester United for, for this. Um, we you know, both have needs. 
Um, and then, you know, we followed that up with uh, Andre Onana after the whole yes. kind of David De Gea debacle. I, I, I really don't like the way that all went out. But we were looking for a more ball-playing goalkeeper, um, somebody who's going to be aggressive. And I think we've evidenced that already, that Andre Onana is going to uh, not be afraid to uh, vocalize his feelings uh, True. Uh, uh, about his own defense. Yep, um, yep. Laid into Harry Maguire the other day. Right. I think, I think too much is being made of it because, honestly, well, anybody who's played competitive sports – You've you've been chewed out and you've chewed out somebody else and it's just part of it because you're holding each other to high standards. That's what I was gonna say. Don't you want to see that though as a fan? I do. I, mean, I do. I, you want to see holding each other accountable. You want to yeah. see them doing their thing. No, a a absolutely. Yeah. And and you know a, a, a goalkeeper's word. I'm sorry is gospel. If they tell you to do something, you do it because they can see the entire field. And maybe it was just you know this one of the first few times they've been on the field together in a in a truly competitive match. So I can sort of understand that. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is what you want to see. And then uh, looks like the Rasmus Hueland deal is done. Um, you know, I he has played well, um, but he's still very, very young. I think trying to say he's the next Erling Holland and he's oh going to be a Golden boy. Boot winner is is just placing too much pressure on the guy. Let let's let him get in. Let's let him put on the jersey for a little bit, run around and uh, see how he's fitting into you know what Ten Hag is putting together. Uh, and then you know I, we're rumored uh, it seems to be close to a deal on Sofian Amrabat, defensive mm -hmm. midfielder uh, for Morocco and uh, Fiorentina. He had a very, very good World Cup. Um, I'm seeing some people kind of say he's overrated, but it looks like we're going to get him from somewhere between 25 to 40 million dollars. So that's not um, overrated. That 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 seems like um, decent market value yeah. for you know a, a player that yeah probably needs to prove himself in, a, in at a, at a slightly higher level. But he played very very well at the World Cup. Uh, I mean I, I distinctly recall him as a standout player. Uh, while watching Morocco at the World Cup, so mm -hmm. uh, and and we've been linked with a handful of um, goalkeepers uh, to bring in as a little bit more of a, a push for Onana. I think we noticed when David de Gea didn't have competition, maybe some of those errors crept in. So you want to see that? You want competition at every position? Right. I'd like right. to see a few more cells. Uh, not not because I want to see people gone, but we got to finance. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. You know these further things. So right. guys like Harry Maguire. Um, uh, 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 Donny Vendebeck, uh, Fred, or McTominay. I'm not sure we can afford to lose both. Although if we, you know, sell them and, and bring in Sofian Amrabat, now we're looking at having, um, you know, a, a, a strong central midfield with mm -hmm. options. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. all those guys are slightly different players. Your Casemiro, your Amrabat, your uh, Ericsson, Mount. Um, and, and Bruno, who, who drops deep uh, from time to time. I think that gives us a lot of good options in the middle of the field. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, you've got Garnacho coming through, Palestri right. hopefully right. coming through. Um, not sure where we stand with Sancho, uh, but definitely Anthony. Um, so I, I think we're, we stand in good stead. I, I'd like to see Martial, Maguire, Van de Beek, and, um, you know, Fred, and McTominay find good homes, bring us in a little bit of money, mm -hmm. let them go somewhere they're going to play, and uh, get the guys in that we need to complete Eric Ten Hag's vision, which we saw the beginning of last year, and I think there's a lot to be positive about. So what, what are you seeing as, a, as a, the opposition or, or you know, a, a competitor? Well, what I was going to say, and I was going to ask you a question, like the, the top two gets you'd like to get, like the top two guys you'd like to bring in. 
I think the Harry Kane ship has sailed um, so. just from a pure financial standpoint. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw Bayern Munich tabled a $100 million deal today, and I don't think Ooh. we can potentially match that. Um, and uh, quite frankly, if you're Daniel Levy, you're not selling Harry Kane to a direct rival or, yeah. or a team that's even better than you. I mean, that, that just seems silly to me. Yeah. It, it smacks of Arsenal selling us Robin Van Persie. And we win. I mean, he was the missing piece of the puzzle. We, we, so I don't see that happening. Um, you know, maybe cover in a few positions. Uh, okay. You know, okay. is, is Hoyland going to start on a regular basis? Um, maybe, we'll, maybe, you know, maybe find us um, a veteran. You know, looking for one final contract where, you know, it's not going to cost a bunch of money. Yeah. Um, maybe get somebody on a free. I mean, let's face it, Zlatan Ibrahimovic was some great business for Manchester United. Mm -hmm. Obviously, guys like that don't go on trees. But you find a 32, 33-year-old striker, you know, uh, let, let, let's get, um, oh, shoot, uh, the Uruguayan guy that we had a couple years ago. Um, why is his name escaping me right now? Mm. Um but, you know, you I, know, I know he, he, was, he was I, PSG I with, with Zlatan, about. and I can't Absolutely. believe I'm, I'm spacing Absolutely. his name no, right no, now. No, no, that's okay. That's um, okay. But something like that I think would be good. But beyond that, um, we're, we're, we're getting close, I think, to the vision that Ten Hag has. And uh, I, I think at some point you got to say, these are my players, and we're going to let them try to win some games. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the opposition. I, I think if you get rid of both Big Tomine and Fred, mm -hmm. and you bring in um, – Amrabat. Yeah, Amrabat. It, 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 do you believe, because this is what I'm looking at. I'm like, okay, he's excellent. He's an excellent, excellent. Mm -hmm. But does that thin you a little bit as far as bringing in people in case something were to go wrong or something were to happen? No, because I think that gives us four players for two spots. Um, and and I, I think that's good. Okay. And then... You have an opportunity, you know. Say a couple of guys do go down her, and you need to bring somebody in. That's where you got to say we trust our our, our academy. Yeah. And, okay. And, and we're gonna, you know, maybe uh, maybe Kobe Mainu is, is ready. He's looked fairly decent in preseason. I'm not sure what his best position is. I've mm -hmm. seen him in some advanced roles. I've seen him, you know, starting in the middle. Yeah. Uh, alongside um, Kaza. So, I think or Mount, I think it was. Uh, but I think I think we've got options. Um, to to see if maybe it's time for some of these guys. Is it time for Palistri to get some more minutes when Anthony is, you know, maybe not in a good run of form or he's, yeah. you know, he's, he's, yeah. a little, he's a little injury prone, likes to go down a little bit. So, you know, maybe Palistri gets his opportunities. Sure. And I think, you know, the, the history of Manchester United is indelibly linked with a lot of young players coming through the academy and giving these, you know, 17, 18, 19-year-old kids an opportunity mm -hmm. uh, to show what they've got. And, uh, you know, I, I like Fred and I like McTominay, and they've, they've brought us some good success, but I don't think they're part of Eric's vision moving forward. Okay. And, I, you know, be professional. Say, look, this is this is not going to be your future. We're, we thank you for what you've done here, and we're going to try to get good money out of you and get you to a place yeah. where uh, you can contribute. And I think both of them can, you know. And I think we're going to get the you know the British tax on McTominay and get a little bit of extra little money extra. out of him. Sure, I'd, I'd love to see Fred, you know, go back to a, a Champions League quality team because he he I, I know a lot of people had some complaints, but the guy's talented. The guy's mm -hmm. very very talented. Mm -hmm. he, he starts for Brazil alongside Casemiro. Um, that's that's not an accident. No, it's not a mistake. So, no. um, I, I like where we are. Um, 
we've had some defensive issues in the last couple of games, uh, shipping a few goals. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I'm going to chalk that up to new goalkeeper, different guys in the back line. That's that's the toughest spot to get really, really good gelling going on. Here's my thoughts about Man U right now. I, I absolutely love the fact that Man U is kind of just flying under the radar. Mm, mm, I, I think mm. that what that does is it opens up different players, opens up Tin Hog to be able to, you know, kind of work behind the scenes on some things. Like, mm -hmm. there's not this mm -hmm. big... Oh, you know, big splash or this big expectation sure. like, oh, you got to do this. You got to do that. And, and blah, blah. I, I, I like the way and the tenor in which Man U has gone about things, especially mm -hmm. during the uh, purchasing kind of, you know, back and forth. Um, I think they're solid. I think I think I think Man U will once again, uh, in my opinion, I, and, you know, and this is not our prediction show. Uh, I think that's coming up. Maybe not yet. A couple of weeks. Um, but I think I think Man U will be right up there um, again, um, not only competing in Europe, but also competing in Champions League, I believe. I I would expect them to be more than just fighting for top four this year. OK. Um, it, okay. It, it, uh, the only I, reason I, I didn't say that is because no. the you know I mean, you, the goalkeeping. Look, you, type, this yeah. is how, this is how you're supposed to go. Yes, okay, you're, absolutely. You're supposed to build. Absolutely. And um, I, I think with what we saw last year, and uh, you know the fact that I I, I think you could see uh, the difference in quality and talent uh, in that FA Cup final with with Man City. They, yes. they they at the time were a better team, and they they've retooled and brought in some good players. Yeah. Guardiola today is going to be tough. Um, but they have the same issues everybody else has. You've, you've got to figure out how to put the right 11 players on the mm -hmm. field, yada, yada. And is there going to be a letdown? They won the treble last I year. Mean, is there going to be a letdown? It's hard. It it's is. Ha it's hard to go from, um, you know, the team trying to get to the top of the mountain to then being there and defending it. Yep. And and I, I, I know from firsthand watching Manchester United go through it and listening to guys like Giggs and Scholes and the Nevilles talk yeah. about what it takes to real. maintain that mental and physical level. Yeah. It's not easy. So, um, you know, they've got their work cut out for them. Manchester United have a very clear goal in mind, and that's the challenge for, I think, all of the trophies this year. Yeah. A Champions League is probably a bridge too far, but I've seen crazier things. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 yeah, yeah. I think that they are positioned well. So, um, shall we? yes. I sat today and watched the uh, YouTube video that was looking at all the goals in the 16 and 17 season, and I was very, very pleased. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yes. All the Chelsea goals. Um, oh, man. <sighs> what have you liked so far? Here's what I've liked. Um, Pochettino's style of play okay. demands that the players be fit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What we saw at the end of last season were lethargic, beaten down, run down, tired, discouraged yes. players. Yes. Please do not write hate mail for me. I understand that this was the summer league series, okay? But what you saw with them 
was was an entirely new kind of dynamic. You saw with them like this energy. You saw with them like you know if, if someone were were missing a goal or something like that. Uh, you know Enzo this this this, this last match had a, a couple of tries and immediately Enzo's like he's fired up. But then you had Mudrick come over. You had Jackson come over and say it's okay it's okay we got this we got yeah. you you did not see that last year. So I think that. Because of the fitness that Pochettino has put in, we are seeing more and more and more of the the, the Chelsea pride being put back in these players yeah. physically. And it's transitioning out into the field and out as they're playing. And mm -hmm. I, I love seeing that. Um, he actually said, I think during one of his interviews, I think it was the interview after the 1-1 um, the uh, tie with Newcastle, he said, you know what, I, I love our attitude. I love our attitude. I love how the players are playing. Uh, there's some things that we can shore up that, you know, there, there were plenty of chances for them to, to actually beat Newcastle. And, yeah. and we didn't get to say that a lot last season. Correct. Um, so that's that's a good thing. Number two, you're, you're starting to see Pochettino work his magic, not only with the fitness of the players, but the players seem to be buying into this system. Mm -hmm. You're mm -hmm. going to have a few. Uh, and those are the few, honestly, that, that, that probably we, I think we've gotten rid of most of them mm -hmm. that are just going to be like, no, I can't, I don't want to do this. The players that are there right now seem to be buying a system. And I literally watched at this, this last match, them having, uh, like, seriously, several times where you saw the center box, where you saw all four, yeah. you know, right there in the center to back up a charging Ben Chilwell mm -hmm. on, mm -hmm. on, you know, on the left. And so it opens up the attack so that Pochettino can bring in, you know, okay, Jackson can be the, the nine, but then all of a sudden Chilwell's coming up, brings up, you know, Nkunku, and, Nkunku, and then you can bring in um, Enzo can kind of float in mm -hmm. from the middle. Yeah. It just opens everything up. That center box is what needs to be there because most top-tier teams at some point during the match have it. They're able to stop. They're able to jump in the middle of passes. They're able to create turnovers really quickly, which we did not do last year. Right. We played so far up, so close, man, that they were literally playing 2v1, mm -hmm. getting the mm -hmm. ball around us, and then just marching down the field. I love seeing that. Yeah. We can cover like that. Um, and then number three, here's the big thing. While I love seeing all that, you know, as a Chelsea fan, I got to put in the but. <laughs> sure. Blues fans, we have to hang in there, and we have to allow Pochettino to work his magic over the course of at least two seasons. Now, here's the big wild card. Is Todd Bowley going to allow him to work his magic over the course of two seasons. Now, I think he does if we obviously don't finish 12th. Right. I think with this squad that we have, we can look at 7th. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. might mm -hmm. even be able to get, you know, 6th. And we might be able to, you know, to, to play for Correct. a cup next year. Sure. You know? So I think we can do that. But if we don't, and let's say we finish 8th, but we see a marked improvement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are the Chelsea fans, and is Todd Bowley going to allow him to continue to do his thing? I would, I would like to think so. But Chelsea fans, some of us, can be incredibly fickle. True. I've read it. Guys, I'm reading stuff. I'm reading about us. And, damn it, we can be incredibly fickle. We've got to just stay the course with this because this is exactly what was going on with Manchester United. Yep. And Ten Hag. 
coming in, doing his thing, okay? We have to just do the same thing. But I'm, I'm incredibly pleased with what I see. And oh, by the way, um, I'm very happy with Levi, Levi Colwell being signed for six years. 20-year-old kid nice. at center, nice. central defender. Just incredible, um, incredible attacker on the ball, off the ball. I love it. Great sign. We'll, we'll, I'll, 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 I'll join in on that in a second, but real quick, we've, we've got our shots for a quick halftime. Thank you uh, to Jojo and, Jojo. as ever, the entire staff at Chatham Tap Fishers up here. That's right. Uh, can't thank them enough for let us, uh, letting us do this, and uh, it is the best spot in town to be watching soccer on a Saturday or Sunday morning. Absolutely. Or a or Tuesday tomorrow. or Wednesday afternoon or whenever they will be showing games. Dortmund, Chelsea. Uh, Need to shout out that we've got a Sun King Tap takeover on August uh, 20. I think it's August 26. 20. I don't yes. know. No, okay, that'll be tough. 22nd, then. I think. 22nd. Yes. All right, August 22nd. We'll get that for you on the site. Uh, Sun King Tap takeover, and also uh, they have a new seasonal menu. Yes. Uh, quite a few new items on there. If you've ever had the Montauks, there's now a Montauk oh. hamburger. Get out of here. Come on, And uh, there are, I believe, uh, four new craft cocktails added to the yeah. menu at least. At least. At least. And Evan tried them all the other day. The, and um, the new fashion. At, just, at a minimum, he was fun to watch after drinking four cocktails. So uh, much appreciated uh, oh, to man. Chat and Tap. Get up here. Check out these new menus yes. with the cocktails and uh, the wonderful service that we get up here. And uh, cheers. Yep. Thank you, Jojo. Jump on our Instagram because we are posting yes. all this stuff there. Yep. Yes. There uh, we 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 we've entered uh, the 21st century with our socials. We've got a little. We've we've got we've got a we've got a new we've got a new advisor. Advisor. What do we say? We, we an advisor. That. Yes, a new advisor. Uh, yes. Uh, getting us on all all the socials. So. Uh, check out uh, the link in our bio uh, on Instagram for our link tree so you can get to everything there. Yep. Uh, we've got a new hosting platform, Captivate, which will hopefully get us on to uh, a, a few more podcast uh, spots, uh, trying to work on that Apple stuff. And, uh, yeah, Facebook, YouTube, and um, we appreciate the, the follows. Uh, back to Chelsea. Yes. Um, you know, I think everything you said uh, is is. is pretty spot on um I, I i think you are right to say hey let's let's get behind this team and let's you know let's let's hope for the best but temper our expectations mm -hmm. i feel like you could potentially have a season like united had last year from the standpoint of mm. sometimes it was three four games in a mm. row where you're like mm, wow this this team's there and then one or two or three games in a row oh, yeah. you're like okay still got some shortcomings yes. we can't rotate quite to that level yet um, you know, you, you're bringing in some youth, and I think that's great. You're planning for uh, the future, and Pochettino is, is looking at guys that he wants to build yep. uh, in, into this team. Uh, but there's going to be growing pains, and you just you, you've, you've got to be big enough to say today wasn't our day, and you know let, let's move on to the next one. Now, if the results you know pile up and they're, and they're not going the right direction, yeah, let's revisit yep. this. Yes. But how many managers did you have last year? Three? Three. So I think we don't want to have a repeat of that <laughs> no matter what no, happens. No, we do not uh, want to have a repeat and, of that. And, you know, you want to have players that, that want to be there and, and belong. 
Yes. And for a variety of reasons, I think you had a lot of guys who, who really toward the end of the season last year uh, wanted to be somewhere else, not so much that they didn't care. You know, I don't, I don't buy into this player, oh, the players don't have passions, the players don't want to win. Uh, every player wants to win. You don't get to this level without having a, a, an amazing uh, fight in you and a, and a willingness to push yourself to the next level. Yeah. But when other people aren't matching you, when you see the shortcomings of, of your club and when pe people in a position to do something about it aren't rectifying that, uh, I can see how that grind gets you. I've been through it right. for the last decade. I've watched several false dawns with Manchester United. So uh, I urge you Chelsea fans to just get behind your club, be fans, yeah. uh, and um, just, you know, Keep your head up on those days when it doesn't go your way because ultimately you're building towards something. Uh, you can't have an expectation that you're going to win a treble this year. Yeah. I, I, if you're ahead of schedule and win a few things, fantastic. Really fantastic. But you've got to be honest with your expectations. Yes. Um, and, and just, you know, be a strong fan for your club. Yep. Get behind them. That's what they need right now. They That's need it. that support. That's it. And so with that being said, my friend, I think we are transitioning to, oh. Well, hello. To the USA, 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 and if we're lucky, we may have a calling guest. That's we may. Point we'll see. We'll see. Yes, we'll, yes, we'll yes. see. We'll see. We'll see if we get that. So I got a lot, but you go first. Thus dude. far, uh, we saw the United States uh, open their Women's World Cup 2023 in Australia and New Zealand yep. with a victory over Vietnam, uh, three nothing. It. Um, it was probably not the dominant performance uh, a lot of people were expecting, uh, but it's still a 3-0 victory in your first game at the World Cup. It's hard to shake a stick at that. Sure. The Netherlands match, I think, exposed the fact that um, maybe uh, the U.S.'s game plan was still over-reliant on, on physicality. Yeah. Um, the Netherlands showed a few different looks at us, I thought. I actually, you know, I'm, I'm not joining the, the doom and gloom crowd that uh, they got played off the park in the first half. I right, would say for the right. first 25 minutes, the United States had, had um, possession mm -hmm. and opportunities. They really didn't make the most of them, and that's a fair criticism. Uh, and the Netherlands basically played to wait for the United States to give them an opportunity to make a mistake, and the U.S. did. The U.S. gifted that opportunity to them with some bad communication and defense. Ball ends up, you know, pinging around a little bit. Netherlands got their goal. I thought it was good to see the U.S. fight back, and I think, uh, you know, we were sitting here watching that match live, and uh, all of us said the exact same thing. This game is calling out for Rose Lavelle. Yeah. And Rose Lavelle came on, and she did what Made few other U.S. players can do, and that is attack people with the ball, draw defenders, pick a pass, open up space, play those lines, and, you know, create problems for the opposition. Yeah. And uh, that's what happened. And I, I truly felt like a second goal could have come. And had that second goal come, we'd be having a big different a conversation very different conversation. Right very different conversation. What is concerning is the third match. Yes. They, I, I have not had a chance to actually watch the full match. It was on at 3 o'clock in the today. morning. I watched it today. Uh, what, Sunday morning? Uh, uh, or Sunday night, Monday? morning uh, something like that I think no, was the Tuesday case. morning Tuesday, Monday, Monday night, night Tuesday, Tuesday morning, morning. okay yeah. so didn't get a chance to see it live I've seen the highlights uh, of which there are few yeah uh, and I'm... and it's cliche to now say that the player of the match was the post um, <laughs> but I yes. also think some of the criticism uh, is a little harsh I you know yes uh, former players are allowed to weigh in and of of all of them Carly Lloyd especially is allowed to weigh in 
but is but one opinion. And I, I think the criticism was too far, especially to question whether or not these women want to win and that they have passion for it. I, yeah. I do think that's uh, an insane thing to say, as Vlatko said. Uh, that said, um, the criticisms are fair. They, they have not played at the same level. I think perhaps 14 new players is a bit too much all at once. Um, and it's really not clear what our true system and strategy is here. There were a lot of misplaced passes, especially in that Netherlands match. Yeah. Um, are you concerned that we cannot get past Sweden? Uh, mm. Let me build up to that. Okay. Um, first, second match, absolutely. 100% agree with what you said. That third match, I would say Horan played her guts out. She hold was hold running. On. Dave Sauer with a mouthful of pizza, everybody. Hey. 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 Pizza. 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 Hey, you know what? We should get a – I was going to say, <laughs> we should get a picture of that pizza so everybody can see what they're missing. <laughs> this is uh, – and, guys, listen, this is Dave, the, one of the best guys you ever want to know. Um, Look. I mean, look at this pizza. This, pizza, this is some good stuff. I, I, I don't know how you can get better. You I got, you got to get here. So, this is the build oh, your own. Look Dude. at it. This is Burger King. You can have it your way. You can have it your way. I love it. There you I go. I love it. Excellent, excellent, brother. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, Horan hustled her tail off that yeah. game, that match, and and I think if anybody were to get anything, it would be her. Mm -hmm. I could not understand why you. Why you didn't, and, and I hate even saying this, I hate even saying this, but your attackers, for the most part, um, were not doing well. Rose, I love Rose. You know I love me some Rose. Mm -hmm. She did not play well. Why? Against would, Portugal? Uh, yeah. Okay. She, it was, I mean, once you watch the full match, you're like, that's not Rose. It's not Rose. It was well, she's not, not 100%. I know, I know. But why not pull her at the 65th or 70th minute? Mm -hmm. And just give a, you know give a half hour to uh, you know a Trinity Rodman or give a half hour to another player to come in off yeah. the bench to kind of you know inject some energy into the team. I, I just I've got to put this I, I got to put this on you know on, on our manager. I got I got to put it on that. I put it on him. And a lot of that, people are criticizing Vlaco right now. Vlaco, missed an opportunity there to mm -hmm. maybe inject some energy into our team and the fact is is that you have to also remember as you said this is a young team yes this is an incredibly young team and yeah. they're still learning to play together well, i mean for example it, it, that's true there, but you had an entire world I, cup I, qualifying I campaign get to get this I, right i totally get it but but i will say this Qualifying for the World Cup, yes, is intense. Actually competing in the World Cup, you know this. You know this. Well, I don't personally. You, well, no, I mean. That'd I be know. super yeah, cool. Right, right, that would be super cool. Hanover but, did not qualify for the World <laughs> Cup for those people. Who you know, going know. through the playoffs in football, yes, that's intense. But actually playing in the Super Bowl, knowing that, hey, this is it, yeah, that's different. Yeah, and so ab absolutely. That, and, and yeah, yeah. I, I, I do think probably the biggest issue and, and maybe this is what Carly meant, you know, when she was talking about the mindset and things like that, is, is that you've got a lot of players who haven't been on this stage. Yeah. You know, you, got, you have 14 players who've never been on this stage before, and it may not be enough. True. You know, it, it may not be enough for Megan Rapino to be the locker room gal. 
because yeah. she thus far has not really contributed. Alex Morgan looks a bit of a shell of herself. You know, um, I I don't think we've seen much of uh, Kelly O'Hara. I think I think so, yeah. I think you start and and you let you let Rapino because she she's earned the right. You let Rapino tell you when she's out of gas because she's that kind of player. I think you start her. I think really? you start her. Yes, I think you start her. Interesting. And okay. and here's the thing, you let her set help set the tone with other veterans of the team. And as that tone is set, then those subs that are coming in will know, like, look, don't mess this up. You keep the same momentum. You keep the same fire about you. I, I mean, what, what do we have to lose at this point? Well, true. Um, I, I'm, I'm concerned that Alex does not look anywhere near as sharp in front of goal as we've seen her previously. True. I don't know what to chalk that up to other than, especially, I, I got to go back to watching the Netherlands match and how disjointed we looked for, for long stretches. And very clearly we went to bypass lines and we're trying to play the ball into her over the course of, you know, 40 to 60 yards. Um, and I'm, I'm just not sure she's got the ability to cover that much ground, to be able to hold off players, and then end up back in the box again to get that layoff, to score that goal. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I don't want to believe it. I, I love Alex. She's been a great servant. Yeah. But at the same time, my eyes aren't deceiving me. We're not getting uh, the output from her that we've gotten previously, and maybe that's because she's not getting better service. You know, yeah. once once we move the ball out wide and begin to taking on people in, in different positions. But again, you see how these injuries and 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 things ha have hurt us. We don't have a Tobin Heath out there on the right wing waiting to skin somebody. We don't have um, Kristen Press. Or I'm not Kristen Press. Sorry. Um, and now I'm gonna blank well, on everybody. Well, but, but we don't we don't have some of these players that helped us get to the World Cup that we would have been relying on these situations. Let me run with that for a bit because that's exactly what I was going to say. Um, our call-in guest is going to call in like a couple minutes, so that's good. Sweet. The, the injuries that we had coming in, if we were in 2019, mm -hmm. we could have sat those injuries because we were still yes. the most dominant team in the world. Yep. We could have sat those injuries probably the first two matches mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of, you know, of the group stage. In 2023, it, the the gap has we're and I, and I I don't want to say it yet. I still think we have overall when we're playing well, the best the best women's team in the world. Mhm. Mm when we're not playing well as we are now, we may be fifth. Mm, mm, mm -hmm. And so that's the issue, is that we haven't had a chance to set these injuries. We haven't had a chance to let Rose, you yeah. know, kind of just just get back into No, we had to use Rose, you know, in that second match and be like, uh, we need you to come in and help us. You right. know, we, we haven't had a chance. I mean, so if fitness is an issue, that may be our Achilles heel as we go mm. through, you know, this knockout stage. It's like, okay, can we get our fitness to a point where we can at least maintain a level of play that we saw in our opening match mm -hmm. to be competitive enough to to either give Sweden a run for their money or beat Sweden? He's been our guest is calling now. Well, okay. All right, let's see if this will work for Hopefully us. Hopefully it works. Io, can you hear me? 
I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can Yay. hear you. Yay for technology. Io. So, Io, we're discussing, I don't know if you've been able to hear us, we've been discussing the U.S. women's national team and uh, basically some of their, I guess, say less than stellar performances thus far. Uh, what are your thoughts about these first three games and our chances against Sweden? Uh Oh man, how much time we got? Uh, <laughs> we we're trying to keep it under. We're an trying hour. to keep it under an hour, so you got about 20 <laughs> minutes if you really want it. All right, all right, cool. All right, so um, so I don't even know what to begin. All right, so let's start here. So the discourse around this team has been just simply annoying, and I think both of y'all know. Yes. Yeah. I'm not the biggest women's national team fan because my team is the Super Falcons. You know, Nigeria. Sure. So that's my team. I mean. I, do some, I don't root against the U.S., but, like, in a way, that's not my team. But I just, like, just the discourse online, you can immediately tell people do not watch women's football. Mm, and it's true. infuriating because they keep, because here's the thing. People are complaining about Vlatko, right, which is a fair criticism. But the thing is, if any of them have watched the Olympics, anybody could have seen this coming from a mile away. Mm. Okay. We'll start there. Second of all, we'll miss they're missing Becky Sauber right now. That's not to say like a bunch of teams aren't losing like their best players. Like England doesn't have um Beth Mead. Oh yeah, they're missing um, a lot. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're missing Leah Williamson. Mm -hmm. So it's not like it's not like, you know, um you guys are the only team to like lose people, but like losing Becky Sauberon is a big deal. That's why you see Julie Earth in the center of the fence. Right. That's why, that's why she's back there. So now you can make the argument that's another Blacko um, error. That's why, like, you could probably put Julia to the midfield. If you stop a lot of teams through the midfield, then the defense won't have to do as much cleaning up. Different story. But the other thing is, like, yo, first off, I'm beginning to think that the U.S. women's national team job is kind of like USA basketball. Like, <laughs> there's, no up, there's no upside to this job. Oh, it's man. like... <laughs> <laughs> it's like they expect you to win, but the second you don't win, they are coming for your neck. Sure. And, and it's like, yo, the rest of the world is catching up. And I remember, I don't know if I may have told you all this, but I did. I remember after 2019, when I was talking to one of my best friends, Alexis Cat, and I specifically told her, if European teams decided to get serious, and invest in women's football, it's a wrap. Mm. We're done here. So like, what are we talking about? Not, not, not that the U.S. won't be competitive, but it's a wrap. So, Io, do, I, real, I, real quick, real quick, do you, do, you think that's, do you think we're seeing that happen right in front of our eyes right now? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Honestly, you could have seen that in the Olympics. Good point. Do you do you feel we're not bringing through technical enough players to compete uh, on the same level with uh, that? That's a, that's another friend of the pod, Nick. Uh, you know, has pointed out that you know the the European teams have invested le heavily in their clubs, and oh, yeah, you know they're, they're very much. Absolutely. You know, Canada probably I think has, despite getting bounced, I think Canada's got more players playing overseas uh, than the U.S. does. Is is that is yeah, that the core of it? Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I think on the U.S. team, the only person playing abroad is Lindsey Horan for PSG, if I'm not mistaken. I think she's mm. the only one. And that may have to change because the NWSL is not the NWL league anymore. No. Like like I said, once um, Chelsea, like 
Chelsea have been investing in women's team for years now. Now yeah. Real Madrid is in on the party. They just they got um, Linda Caicedo last season. Well, look at Barcelona. So, look at what Barcelona's then, team has done. Yeah, and and I always said like the second Europe decides like enough of this, we're going to invest because the thing about it is like they, this could have been done sooner. It, they had the infrastructure for this. Yeah, like it was all there. They just didn't want to. Now they got they want to. It's a wrap. Like I'll yeah. I'll be surprised if the U.S. wins this World Cup again. I I, I won't say it's impossible, but it's highly unlikely. Mm. A because of that. B, we are asking a lot for a team to win three World Cups in a row. And that's not even to mention the fact that if they actually do make this final, that will be four World Cup finals in a row. But but and, And that is, and it would be magnificent. But don't you think there's a certain aspect of, you know, Brazil goes into every men's world cup expecting to win no matter how good their team is it is the mentality right the u.s women's national team carries that mentality and we still have an infrastructure that gets our our young girls playing and playing competitively Mm -hmm. at at an earlier age it's kind of the opposite of the men's program for the last few decades the women you know i've been encouraged it's been discouraging to be a european female trying to, to to play sports do you think it's gonna happen that quickly I mean, the U.S. the U.S. and other nations have caught up in terms of men's football globally. That doesn't mean everybody else is stopping. But you can right. see that gap getting closed. Is this gap getting closed much quicker in women's football? Oh, absolutely. Um, so wait, let me. What is your question again? I just want to make sure I answer correctly. Uh, just that. I still think we have an advantage uh, from the standpoint that our infrastructure has been around for a while and we're still getting young girls playing soccer at an early age. And I feel like if we just adapt a little bit more to the technical side of things and encourage, much like we do our, 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 our young men, hey, get overseas to these better coaching and academies at 14, 15 mm-hmm. years old. If we do that, can we maintain uh, a, a certain amount of dominance? Not Not total dominance, but... I mean, you, you look. There's, there's a reason why there's only been six teams to ever win the men's World Cup. It's not easy, True. and it comes from right. tradition and building. Um, you know, the, the these institutional structures. Yeah, but let me let me say this real quick though. How much does that have to do with not only you know, well, well, your fan base? I mean, because it just seems like we're putting so much pressure now on these women to win when, you know, the prior World Cups that they've won, like hardly anybody, and I'm not saying hardly anybody watched, but as each World Cup came, more and more people watch, and now people are, they don't understand the process of building or rebuilding. Well, I think that's some of what Ayo is talking about with the ridiculousness of the discourse, Uh, (laughs) but, but, but there's ridiculous discourse. I mean, look at, look at the... Look at British newspapers in the build-up to a, a men's World Cup. You know, <laughs> it's coming home. It's always coming, it's home. coming home. And then the yeah. second that they they don't win, and let's face it, they've had pretty good showings in international competitions yeah. for the for the last few tournaments, but they're still pilloried for it. Yeah. They're absolutely raked yeah. over the coals for a semifinal loss, and it seems ridiculous. And I don't think the American soccer population's ed- educated enough to exactly. have those level of criticisms. Yeah. And that's and that's what's so infuriating about this. But even to the point about um, you brought up England. Even if um, even if Gareth Southgate doesn't win the World Cup, my man, my man ain't getting fired. Right. If we're gonna be honest, yep. Vlaco doesn't win this thing. Like 
if they lose to Sweden on Sunday, honestly, he should just set up shop in Australia. He's yeah. coming back. It's a wrap. Yeah. Yeah. He's done. But, but, but he should be. He should be fired. Absolutely. I, I, I'm, I'm not a Blackwell fan. I'll tell you that straight up. He should be. I'm just saying, like, there's this, the expectations are so high. Too many people are discrediting how many of these teams have caught up. And like I said, it wasn't like they had to build this infrastructure. And they had to build this infrastructure from scratch. They just attached it to club teams and went from there. The infrastructure was already there. They just don't want to that they didn't have at the time. Yeah. And now that these European teams have that want to, oh, it's, I, we're done here. Like I, I said after 2019, I'll be surprised if the U.S. win a World Cup within the next three. So is our I'm only hope for Greg Burhalter to take over the women's <laughs> national team? <laughs> wow. Wow. You did. Oh man, I th- honestly, I think. Oh man, I think. Um, Zidane. U.S. Soccer Twitter was implode. Oh, my bad. U.S. Soccer X because it's no longer Twitter. right. Yeah, right, right. It, it would, would implode. Oh my. Oh man. Already, oh god. Yeah, I would immediately delete my account if that happened. <laughs> All right, Ayo, we got a couple minutes left for you. Um, let me get your your uh, quick prediction on uh, USA Sweden, and then your yes. prediction for the remainder of the cup. All right. So. USA Sweden, Rose Lavelle not playing is a big blow. Mm. She's definitely you know, she's out. No she's, she's out? She, yeah, she picked oh. up too many yellows. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so, the irony. So she ain't playing. Yeah, so uh, Sweden is my dark horse. So I'm going to go Sweden. Because the last time Sweden played the U.S. competitively was the Olympics, and the U.S. got whacked. Yep. So I'm going to say... U.S. one, Sweden two. Okay. Okay. And then Vlaco loses his job. And then <laughs> he has to walk home from Australia. Discord, walk home from Australia. The entire discourse. And they're going um, to be calling you the next day, Io. Then. <laughs> oh, they're not calling me. Oh God, they're not calling me. They know what's good for I have England winning it. Okay. The whole thing. Okay. Even Only with even with all their injuries, you think they can pull it out? I, I'm I'm a big believer in Serena Wigman. Okay. She is the best mind in this tournament, and mm. it's not even close. Even Sam Kerr mm-hmm. and Australia, no chance for them to make it to the final, or what? I think they could, but my money's on England. I had it, yeah. like I said, I believe that much in Serena Wigman. She is just that good. Wow. Of a manager. Nice. I I believe she can do it. She also, she has looked good. Lauren James has looked really good as a player. By yes. the way, you Chelsea fans, I, I, you're you're welcome for yeah, Manchester United deciding to let her go. So much. I just want to I just want to say, you know how big I am on Lauren James. I've oh, she's awesome. To y'all about her for the better part of like the last three years. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm I'm so I'm, sad I'm, that United lost her, uh, but I also understand why she wants to go to Chelsea. That makes complete and total sense, and well, I think it's one of the coolest stories in all of professional sports. Really, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, I'm I'm big on Lauren James. So, like I said, I think England is winning it. Like I said, I'm a big believer in England. Unfortunately, I think this is where the bus stops for the U.S. Uh. It's going to be hard, but I think this is the last go-around for a lot of those people. And the uh, U.S. going to have a hard look at itself and look at its league and uh, figure out what they're going to do from here because the world is here, and um, they're going to have to deal with it somehow. Final question for you. Can, can, mm-hmm. can a loss against Sweden be a catalyst for improvement for the U.S.? 
Maybe. That was All a right. long, almost yeah, that was pause, a long, that was my long pause, my friend. buddy. Woo. All righty. Well, because, thank you. Because Go if, ahead. If this round, if, 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 real quick, because like, I, I don't. I mean, if the Olympics weren't, I don't. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, true. 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 I mean, the alarm bells were going were going off in Tokyo, so yeah. I don't know. Maybe that I'll go with maybe. All righty. Well, Ayo, thank you so much for tuning in. Hopefully we get a bit more of you throughout the uh, yeah. upcoming Thanks season, both on Chelsea uh, and uh, women's international soccer. Go really Blues. appreciate your time, man. Thank you, and uh, right. get those kids to bed and help your wife out, man. <laughs> Will do. I appreciate y'all. Come on, you Blues. Right on, buddy. Yes, Take sir. care. <laughs> Take care. Ayo, Ayo Deleomos, good, good friend good. of the pod. Love having a chat with him, yes. uh, especially his wisdom of international women's uh, game because uh, I don't possess that level. I don't. <laughs> I, I, I've been watching so much more of it, and I really do enjoy it, and I, I'm so excited yes. that it has um, finally gotten the, the financial pull yes. to make people think it's important enough to pay attention yep. to it. It's taken a long time, uh, but it, but it's fantastic. Yes, so. I, I am but a Padawan learner whenever it comes. But right. I am coming along, my friend. But I am not a Padawan when it comes to this section of the show, the Hey Aaron segment. And tonight, ladies and gentlemen, yay. Yay. wow, that was the drunk crowd. <laughs> that, was the, that was the early crowd right there. <laughs> tonight, we're going light on some things. All right. And, you know, in light of some great movies that have come out, Ooh, you know, yes. Oppenheimer, oh, Barbie. I saw Oppenheimer. Know, I just, I, I was like, you know what? I'm inspired. And so, which roles would you and I play? In the following movies. Okay. Ooh, this is fun. See, this, is, this is throwback to the old show. Yes, this is throwback, throwback to the old show. Right on. I don't like it. All right. Now, if you don't, I think you've seen all of these. Okay. I'm pretty sure you have. If I haven't, shame me in the comments. Nope, that's all right. That's all right. All right. Number one, which roles would we play in Ocean's Eleven? Oh, man. Um, gosh. I'd love to say that I would be Brad Pitt's character. Okay. But I think chances are I'm I'm Matt Damon in that movie. I think I'm getting oh. a little picked on. I think I'm, I'm probably, probably. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. You, gosh. Um, Hold on, I, I going to say I, Don Cheadle? I, I, I missed, I missed, I missed an opportunity here for you and I to be the brothers that keep picking on yes, each other the whole yes, time. Yes, that's exactly where my mind went um, on that, man. Gosh, I for you for that role, I don't. Um, you're Chang. You have to go in and do all the gymnastics. <laughs> the fuck you been? The fuck you been? <laughs> Um, I love it. That's yeah. great. Yeah, I'm going to make you, Chang. You have to do all the I'm gymnastics. Good. Hey, I'm good shit. with that. I'm good with that. I've got a mansion in Miami that, you know, I had to sell. Um, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Never seen it. Oh. Not seen it. I've, I've, I've oh. only watched one Fast and okay. Furious movie from start to finish, and that's Tokyo Drift, and it has nothing at all to do with the rest of the entire <laughs> series. Uh, and that's why I found it to be a good movie. <laughs> Jason Statham. Yeah, oh, I know who's in it. Oh, you know who's in it. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Well, <laughs> clearly I'm Jason Statham and you're The Rock. That, oh. My God. I mean, come on now. I love this guy. All right, here we go. Give, me an, give me an eyebrow. Give me an eyebrow. There you go. The Avengers. Oh. Um, 
gosh. I want to believe I'm Tony Stark, but I'm probably Bruce Banner. No, 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 no. You, I, I'm sorry. Am I totally Tony I Stark? I think you're totally Tony All right. Stark. All right. I'll stick with Tony Stark. You're Tony. And I, I think you are Captain America. Aw. That's, Am- that's America's ass right there. <laughs> Which is, no, this is a Midwestern. <laughs> that's, that's America's Nassatal right there. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, this is the humorous one I threw in. Okay. And I... <laughs> Rocky. <laughs> oh, shit. Rocky, one, two, three, four, five. It doesn't matter. All the Rockies. Well, you're Ivan Drago. <laughs> oh, I must break you. I must break you. Uh, and I am Polly. <laughs> oh, shit. I love it. That is a whiplash. I did not even think. Okay. Uh, we just talked about this movie the other day. Okay. Victory. I uh, love Victory. It's such a great movie. Uh, well, you're clearly Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> As the haphazard goalkeeper. The haphazard goalkeeper there. Uh, and um, come on, dude. I'm Pele. I do this. Yes, I do this. Yes, I do this. I yes, do this. Yeah. Goal. This is why. Easy. This is why this is so easy, guys. Like we we, we read each other. Finally, <laughs> Magic Mike XXL. <laughs> Have not seen it, but I am very clearly all right. All right. All right. And you can be Magic Mike. That's fine. You oh, you can be Channing Tatum. Really. Really? Yeah. I yeah. thought maybe I, you know. I don't have the abs for that, man. Yeah, I don't either. So I went for Matthew McConaughey. Whatever. Okay, there you go. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the Hey Aaron segment for tonight. You heard it right here um, from your boy uh, Channing Tatum. So anyway, <laughs> um, we are now to the segment of the show that wraps us up, and we're going to get out of here under an hour, my friend. Right on, man. We All got right. it. So got it. this is the uh, Aaron takes us home type segment. This is Aaron's final thoughts. Uh, we love you. Please make sure that you uh, follow this U.S. women's national team. Um, guys, let's get behind them. Yeah. They're not playing well right now. That's okay. They need us. They need us, okay? So if you can get up Be that and 12th watch, man. Their, watch their match at 5 a.m. on Sunday, please do that. But, Aaron, what do you have for us? You know, I'm going to revisit something that we've talked about a lot on this show, and we talked about it earlier. Um, and, and it's about being a fan. It's about being a fan of this team right now that isn't playing at their best. And, yeah, they do deserve some criticism. But I tell you what, as a player, uh, you're always the first to know. I know when I've not had a good game. I don't need to turn on Twitter to find out that uh, Aaron misplaced some passes or Aaron looked like his, his, uh, his body language wasn't great. They know. Uh, and it, it's fine to say that, but once that whistle blows, you got to get behind him. And let me give you a little story. Last night, I'm, I'm also a Reds fan. And last night, oh good lord! Last night, and as, as is Evan, oh. and last night the Reds got shellacked, absolutely shellacked. But I tell you what, I sat there saying I still support this team. This is just one game out of 162. They've still got a lot to fight for to be the first in this division. And on top of that, you watched them fight. You know, they 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 could have just laid down, could have just uh, been 20 and, to two, and, and and done nothing. Uh, but that game got out of hand, and they still continued to get up there. They still kept hacking at that ball. They got a few more runs. They bunched some hits together. It went, you know, it, it, they they ended up with with seven runs, which in a lot of games will, yeah. will win it. And I tell you what, you support a team like that, they turn around. Maybe we get the victory tonight. So, Chelsea fans, it's going to be a tough long season probably. There's a lot to look forward to, but there's going to be some rough days. United fans. We might be looking at, you know, an opportunity to challenge, but there's going to be some setbacks. There's going to be some teams that cause us problems, and it's not always going to be Man City. It's going to be your Norwiches. It's going to be a cold night, cold Tuesday night in Stoke, as they say. Mm. So stay behind your team. Be positive. 
and uh, put the positivity out into the world because it brings more positivity back. If you throw out ugliness, negativity, and hate, that's what you get back. So support your teams, support your friends, get behind them, and uh, I believe it's that time. It is that time. Folks. Um, there it is. Hashtag. Segway. <laughs> Segway. Hashtag black people vote. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching us tonight. Remember, find us on all the socials, yep. the YouTubes, the, the Instas, the Facebooks, all of them. We're here for you and all of your blue and red needs. Thank you so much. Peace. Love you all.